Hallelujah. Are you excited you came? Only those on my right side are excited to be here. Those at the back, you are not excited. We'll put you on the bus and send you back. Hallelujah. Please take your seat. Well, amen. You are welcome to this amazing, come the beautiful job, feed, gather, carry, lead. It's a good place to put your hands together. Hallelujah. be blessed. When I, when I met um, Sister Joy, it was in, I think, 1999. And help me, Yes. Some of you were not born, I know. Yeah. But don't worry, we'll take it like that. Yeah. And I was a very young Flighty girl, first year nursing training college, and I was, you know, born again all right, like many of you here. But you see, as I stayed connected to her, through her shepherding, through her teaching, different camps. I became a shepherd, I became a lady pastor, then I became a lady reverend. So I can tell you with confidence that if you are here at this camp, tonight, tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday, God is turning your life around. God is changing you. You may be here as an ordinary member, but I can promise you that after this come, you will never be the same. You will look at yourself in the mirror and you will be amazed at what God has done with you. So look at your neighbor and say, my neighbor, I don't know why you came, but as for me, I came to be blessed. I came to be anointed. I came to be separated. I came to be set on high. I came to be taught how to feed. I came to be taught how to gather. I came to be taught how to carry. And I came to be taught how to lead. Put your hands together as we welcome my pastor, your pastor, our bishop, E.S.O. Wow. What a place. I said, what a place. Tell your neighbor, I'm sure your room is not like this. 
And I'm very sure your father's house cry is not like this. It's not like this. Uh -huh. And so if your house is not like this, and if your father's house is not like this, then the father who brought you here, you got to put your hands together for him. Hallelujah. 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 Wow. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we are so grateful. Thank you for bringing such as us to such a place. Let it work on us in the name of Jesus. And may we leave here different from when we came. Let it be a place of encounters, a place of experiences, a place, Lord, that changes us in the name of Jesus. Have your will, O oh God, your way. Do what you will do, O oh God. And at the end of it, may we be so glad and so blessed that we came. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. You want to take your seat? Please take your seat. Hallelujah. Wow. I have to say that I'm very happy to be here too. Amen and amen and amen. Wow. Wow. You've done your best also to be here. Amen. And many of you, you are here because somebody paid. Yeah. Some of you. Are you here? Yeah. The best thing you can do when it is like that is to say, I'll get my maximum for coming. Then those who helped us to come will be very, very happy that they helped us. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Do not imagine that you have paid what it costs to be here. Don't imagine at all. Don't tell your, put, tap your neighbor, tap your neighbor, tap your neighbor. Don't imagine. Uh huh. Uh, no, please come for my thing. Eh? Let me come down there, please. <laughs> uh, God Good. Hallelujah. Okay. Now, let me just bring up one or two things before we start. By all means, take pictures, do what you want to do, but don't post any pictures until we're out of here. Is that okay? Don't post them till Saturday. So you can take your pictures everywhere, anywhere. 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 <laughs> Just don't post them. And the reason is that school is already in session, and we too have come here. And it's a sacrifice that you're making. You don't go and take your head out for the enemy to strike you. Are you there? You don't know who has not said and is here. So just, there are no pictures. If it is on your status, take out your phone. Delete it now. Delete it. That's all. That's all. No, it's just something that I have seen my father do it, so I'm doing Quiet, please. Yeah. I've seen my father do it. I remember one time when almost the whole half class of medical students were in the camp. So imagine that some careless person takes a picture. No, they'll say that. These people, this is where they are. Are you here? As much as possible, you don't lie when you are going for a camp. If you say you're coming for a family meeting, it is true, it's a family meeting. <laughs> but 
you cannot appear somewhere in a meeting like this. You said somebody has said family meeting. They're not lying. Then you go and take a picture. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So just take your picture so that Saturday as you are going back, enjoy the journey. Posting, 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 posting. <laughs> but while we are here, for the sake of somebody else, don't post anything. I'll be okay. And you'll be surprised that people know that this is your friend and this is your friend. So maybe you took a picture by Orangu Circle or Orangu Square. When you took the picture, they say, ah, if you are there, that's where my, your friend is, your sister is. Uh -huh. So just do like, sometimes you should learn to go under. So that's number one. Number two, we're also going off Facebook Live. So I hope this thing is not on Facebook Live. We're recording so that we have our videos that we can watch, but you won't find us on Facebook Live anymore for a while. Is it okay? Yes. Powerful. Yeah. Are you there? Yes. Uh, you want to know why? Oh, in this camp, I'm prepared to ask the answer a lot of whys. Yeah. And one of the reasons is that my work is public. Are you seeing it? And this is my family meeting with my children. Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't see why my family meeting with my children should be public. <laughs> when you are sitting in your father's room and your mother has removed her wig. <laughs> and she's looking like a sheba and she, then you take your this and you Hallelujah. But I just want us, this place, there's a lot of freedom here. I really want us to feel that freedom. The place is not a secret. Our president has been here. Our vice president has been here. The breakfast meeting that was all over, the, uh, Alan Sherman thing posted it on his page. It was just in the hall downstairs. Yeah, just the hall under here. Yeah. Yeah. Are you seeing it? Just here. We're sitting out. When you see here, that place where, you know, yeah, the terrace. Not, no, there's one here. There's one on the other side. Yeah. And then we ate in the hall down there. So it's not that it's a private place. It's not the place. It's what we are coming to do. That's private. Are you seeing it? I didn't know. And then I started to get, I'll get a text from somebody. Hey, so I saw you preaching here. What were you doing? I saw it. I want the link. I said, ah, you cannot have a link to my family meeting. I'm talking to my children. How can I give you family? You have gone to visit your grandfather, then somebody wants a link. Will you give it? <laughs> okay. But, and I also feel that there's a little too much of the social media around us right now. So let's come, let's, let's just bring it down. Is it okay? Is it a good plan? Uh -huh. It should not affect your picture taking. Take the picture. The picture. 100 kra. 100 kra. We like. 200 kra. Yeah. Because for some people, this is the first time you are walking in such a place. Yeah. And some of you who are doing eh, you are, it is you. <laughs> some people do uh, as if they know such things. So we are here tonight. We're here tomorrow. We're here on Friday by the grace of God. We did not come here to eat and sleep. It's not the reason why we came. Uh -huh. Just understand it. 
Okay. So, <clears throat> we're going to do a number of things as we are here. You can see the theme of our camp, the beautiful job. The beautiful job. I think it's a really, a really good title for a camp because what we do is beautiful work. Amen. We do beautiful things. Now, there are many beautiful jobs. Let me give you the quick list. Are you ready to write notes? I don't stop. You've all been to school, and those who haven't just latch yourself. When I say you have, everybody's been to school. But I mean, if you can't write fast, just locate whose notes you will get to copy. Is that okay? <laughs> now, the beautiful job actually has seven parts. The beautiful job of being a son, of being a pastor, of being a fighter, of being an... I've, I'm going to, I'll not go back of being an olive tree, the beautiful job of leading the way, the beautiful job of becoming spiritual, the beautiful job of becoming a wise man, or as wise as a serpent. I take it again. Beautiful job of being a son, the beautiful job of being a pastor, the beautiful job of becoming a fighter, the beautiful job of becoming an olive tree, the beautiful job of leading the way, the beautiful job of becoming spiritual and the beautiful job of being as wise as a serpent. Wow. And the truth of the matter is that you only need one of them because I think we'll only be able to do one. And that's the beautiful job of becoming a son or of being a son. Yeah, the beautiful job of being a son. If you're a daughter, you might want to write daughter. But son or daughter or is the same is the same something 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 amen yeah the beautiful job of being becoming a son or becoming a daughter now we have a lot of points under this but let me just introduce you to something if I ask you who's your father many of us will mention one person isn't it so your father is who Paulina, your father is who? Just give his name. What? Mr. Dra. Baby, your father is who? Someone that come. You know, you just stand up and you give one name because what you know is that one father bound me. Are you in the house? Then we also have a misuse of the name father where we call every older man father daddy. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter whether he's just the cobbler passing by or he's just the driver of the trusky, just that he's an older man. So we say father. Now, because of that, we don't really understand. Why is the light off in the middle? I'm sure it's just a switch. You see, those people sitting there, they'll start sleeping, they won't understand why. <laughs> what? It's not on, it's not working. I cannot hear anything you are saying from there. Then what? Hallelujah. Because of the way we've used the word father, we haven't really understood many things. And that's what we're going to try to sort out first. 
Yes. Each of us who is here, you cannot be brought up by one father. You don't have a lot of fathers, but you have more than one father because of the nature of the job. How many of you, you have never eaten in a Chinese restaurant? Okay. How many of you have eaten in a Chinese restaurant and your father took you there? Lift your hand, let me see. Have you seen that there are very few? Yeah. So if eating in a Chinese restaurant is one of the good things or something you must learn, then you see that some people, if they have only one father, then that's it. Then that's it. Because every parent imparts something to the children, but we cannot impart everything. Yeah. Some of you, if it was your biological father you were following, you wouldn't be a Christian. Uh-huh. But he did other things. He paid your fees. He gave you a name. He did other things. And so, God in his wisdom has given us more than one father. And so tonight, we're, I'm going to start by talking to you about the ten fathers of your life. Yes, because sometimes you meet some of those fathers and you don't accept them the correct way. So what you should have had, you don't get. Yes. Amen. Hmm. Wow. I think the first one is obvious. Your heavenly father. He's a father. If you like, don't consider him. You'll be out. Your heavenly father. You see, so you can be a son or daughter to your heavenly father. There are people, the heavenly father is there, they don't know him. <laughs> Number two, a son to your father in Christ. Your father in Christ. Who is your father in Christ? Your father in Christ is the person who brought you to the Lord. Yeah, that's your father in Christ. The person who's preaching touched you and you gave your life to Christ. That's your father in Christ. And for some people that's all that he has done in their life. I grew up in a normal family and by the way what you call normal families are very scarce. Mother, father, 2.5 children. Very scarce. (laughs) 2.5 is the average. So 2.5 children. It's very rare. If I ask you here, from I used to ask people, and I came to the conclusion that only about 33% of any gathering grew up in the home with mother, father, and children. So if that is all that we are depending on, then we're in trouble. Yeah. I belong to that 33%. Normal home, mother, father, siblings. They took us to church every Sunday, but I didn't get born again through them. I didn't at all. At all. I needed somebody else, Father in Christ, to share the gospel with me so that I'll give my life to Christ. Are you with me? And that's why you need to understand it because that's a person you need to appreciate. And you don't need to continue to live your life. Now, maybe you are more spiritual, you think. Or maybe you are richer. Or maybe you are older. Maybe it was a junior. Maybe You may just think that, oh, I'm more than that person. But I came to tell you that, listen, you cannot do that. You need to appreciate that person. And the person must be somebody in your life. Insofar as they are alive. Hey. I'm wondering why I'm so wise. I remember one of our bishops who 
on the day that he was consecrated. I mean, he's a very tough guy. He doesn't cry for anything. <laughs> and, I, you know, you say a few words after the consecration, and, of course, usually it's thanking the people along your way who've helped you to where you are. And then as soon as he spoke about his father in Christ, he started to cry. And the reason was because he searched for him and he, asked, he couldn't find him. But he said the way the guy suffered over him. From SHS, the guy was preaching to him. Then the guy would come and say, oh, he'll come for him for SU. He'll say that, okay, if you fetch my water for me and I bath, <laughs> the guy will fetch it. He'll bath and he won't go. The guy will come again. They say, if you give me Gary and Shetal. If you give me Gary and Shetal. The guy will go and get his sardine, Gary and Shetal. Make it for him. He'll eat fully. And lie down, he'll not go. And it continued like that. Ah, the guy kept on and on and on. Most of you would have given up. Long time. Until they finished school. When they finished school, there was another meeting. The guy still wouldn't give up. And came and said to him that, let's go to this, 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 this. And when he went, that's where he gave his life to Christ. Yeah. The guy has bread over him. That's your father in Christ. The person who spoke and you gave your life to Christ. Is it a good... I thought you'd been putting your hands together for our fathers in Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. The next one is very common. Your biological father. We don't need to say much. <laughs> your biological father. Remember that you are 50% him. So if you want to look at him and start to despise him, remember... Remember. Amen. Now, you also have, you may have a substitute father. Son to a substitute father. A substitute father. Who is a substitute father? Now, many who have not been raised by their biological fathers, or even if your biological father is there, it can be a substitute. God brings an uncle. Yeah. Are you seeing it? God brings an uncle. And it is that uncle who fathers you through things. I know somebody who said that his father never went to school. And at the time when, in our time, we used to do common entrance. Day of common entrance, Christ's father doesn't know that the common entrance exam is happening. Then his uncle drove from somewhere you should not be here at this time. Picked him and put him in the car and took him. Yeah. His uncle was the one who was his substitute father. And it was his uncle who saw him through school. And he became a chartered accountant. Yeah. Are you seeing it? But it was from his substitute father. And some of you are very some way. God has given you substitute fathers and you've rejected them. And that's why your life is some way. Yes. 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 He's giving you somebody. And the person's fathering you. Some of you is a big brother. And you just say, what? Is he my father? He's my brother. I won't listen. You have hurt yourself. You might as well find a gun and shoot your foot. <laughs> because you think you are hurting him. It's your own foot you have shot. A substitute. Somebody who takes the place of your father. Many orphans are very ungrateful people. 
Yes. And as you are ungrateful, there's a substitute there. Do you get me? But because of how you are, no? Hmm. You don't, you don't accept. You don't accept. Yeah. Many of us, very difficult to help. So if you're here and offer, I'm talking to you. Yeah, very difficult to help. I have a short video. I should have shown you the video. Only that these phones don't make it easy. But a man is walking. He's carrying three sacks of something. Like this. And in this side, he's carrying a wheelbarrow. So he's carrying and he's walking. <laughs> then somebody sees him and ah! Why would you be carrying the thing and then carrying the wheelbarrow? So the person comes to show him what to do. Takes the wheelbarrow, puts it down, and then takes the three sacks and puts it inside. And it's like, you know, so that I push it. As soon as the man passes, he picks the wheelbarrow plus the three. <laughs> and some of you are like that. The person has come to help you. As if you are doing the person. Who will be tired? Who will be tired? Some of you, your shepherd is your substitute father. But you are so obtuse, you cannot receive it. <laughs> you come and your shepherd tries to help you out. Ungratefulness. Today, understand what's going on. Understand it. That this is part of God's provision for you. I'm preaching. It's part of his provision. He knew that you will have a biological father. But like all human beings, we are all deficient. I told that my father, my father really cared. My father was my friend. And when I used to come back from school, I used to have my first day, just me and him. I would go with anywhere he's going. We'll go together. I remember many times there was a particular uh, coffee brookman cellar around 37. And we'll sit there and we'll just eat the coffee brookman. We are chatting. On other days, when it is well small, then he'll take me somewhere. Yeah, many good times I can remember. But I don't remember him opening the Bible and saying, John 3.16. I don't remember him talking to me about John 3.3. Does it make him a bad father? No. So God brought somebody else to do that. I hope you're understanding it. Yeah. And in the same way, he brings you a substitute father who takes the place of your parent to help you. Please, so somebody is too early to start sleeping. Don't let my things start. Do not close your eyes. Do not even close your eyes. Okay. Uh, please, do you have camp guards here? Who are the camp guards? Camp guards. Powerful. Okay. I need somebody to help me get a water gun that I will use liberally in this service. <laughs> I need a water gun. Or even a spray gun with water will work. We we'll acquire one to, tomorrow. If you sleep, eh, I won't even call you. I just come and stand there. Yeah, you can. You have a water. You can get a water pistol for. There's one here. Who has it? Find it for me. Okay, fill it with water. Tomorrow morning, I will pour all. If you like sleep, we have not brought you here <laughs> to sleep. If you knew you wanted to sleep, you should have stayed in in areas. <laughs> hey! Okay, okay. Okay. Hallelujah. 
Are you with me so far? I'm talking to you about your fathers. How many have we done? Number one was what? Heavenly Father. Number two? Your father in Christ. Number three? Number four? Number five? Your father-in-law. Those of you who are married, you got a father-in-law. And you see, I just want to use it to make the point that all fathers are important because because your father-in-law, you can become a proper son to your father-in-law. My mother-in-law was a mother to me. She wasn't my mother-in-law. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. She was a bit younger than my mother, and as my mother aged, I found myself, sometimes I want to talk about something, I found myself talking far more to her. Yeah, before the era of uh, mobile phones, I used to go in Tamale to a particular place and go and get, um, I used to go and get, uh, yes, to make a call. It wasn't, it was at the office, so they booked book the call. And they used to tease me, they said, hey, because when I called this mother, when I finished, then I called that mother. They said, ah, so which one is your mother? I said, they both. <laughs> and I learned a lot of things from her. Are you seeing it? Because I received her as a mother. Yeah. Some of you, the way your mind works. The way your mind works. Already is a problem. Are you in the church? Just because it's an in-law, you are ready to cause confusion. No, I'm very serious about what I'm saying. In fact, I forgot to add, your substitute father can be a stepfather. Yeah. And it's very close to this one, where you suddenly, yeah, it depends on how you receive them. Bishop shares with us, you know, things he learned from his father, which we are also doing today. Not knowing they were major blessings. It's from his father-in-law he learned not to take loans. And now it is a main thing. And you see that everything we've built, we we don't owe. We don't owe. That's why somebody can stand somewhere and insult us and it doesn't make any difference to what we are doing in life. If it made a difference, the landlord will come and say, I'm collecting my my premises. You cannot, yeah. I'm collecting what you owe me. Hey, the things I'm hearing about you. I'm collecting my thing. Eh, but you can't come and do that. But it was from a father-in-law. What if he had said, it's not my father, anything that you say, I'm not here. It's your daughter that I came for. I was not looking for you. I didn't have anything to do with you. <laughs> you really lose out. Some of you girls, your mother never taught you to cook because no, circumstances can easily bring it. Easily. Before she knew it, you were in secondary school and you were gone. But now as you come, maybe if you were a little humble, your mother-in-law is the one who, yeah, who will teach you. Your mother-in-law taught you how to cook snails. Yeah, of course. You know. My mother, she taught me how to cook with snails and then how to cook the kind of jollof, jollof my husband likes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but <laughs> some young person will say, What is that? She's not like my mother. 
She's my in-law. She's my in-law. Hey. Hallelujah. Quiet. Are you here? So your father-in-law can easily enter into your life and add things which your, your biological father couldn't add. Are you seeing it? Yeah. The next one is your spiritual father. Your spiritual father. Sometimes your father in Christ is the same as your spiritual father, but sometimes to different people. Yeah. My spiritual whatever came from somebody else. So one person influenced coming to Christ, but other somebody else was a spiritual father. The person who taught you how to have your quiet time. The person who taught you how to open the Bible and read it. Are you with me? You see, I'm teaching you all these things because it's important for you to understand many of you are not able to be a daughter or a son because you don't know that it's necessary. But if you don't become a daughter or a son, it is only daughters and sons who inherit. Not servants. And certainly not children passing by the wayside. Yeah. Who is going to write a will and then in the will he has included the neighbor's son or the person passing? No, 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 no. It's the sole preserve of daughters and sons. So it's in your interest to understand who your fathers are because that is the only way the inheritances will come calmly to you. I hope you are getting it. It's the only way it will come to you. If not, oh, as soon as you've made yourself a servant, we don't have any inheritance for you. A son inherits naturally. He doesn't do anything special to inherit. So you need to understand this lesson before we enter into other things. Hey. So your spiritual father, some of your spiritual father is in this church. Some of your spiritual father is even a girl. Yeah. That's the part the person is playing in your life. Maybe a small girl. She can even fit under your armpit. But Charlie, she's your spiritual father. <laughs> hey, you are very quiet too. And some of you, the lack of ability to do your quiet time is how you have not worked with your shepherd. So the person has not been able to teach you anything because it's not by force. It's not by force. Hey, oh. All the time. All the time. Are you here so far? Yeah. Your spiritual father. I know people who have spiritual deposits in my life. Yeah, there were two women. I said, when I saw this, I want to be like these women. Yeah. Because every time I met them, it was not forced. Their conversation, our conversation was always around what God is doing, not the latest fashion. And we're all mothers with children, but Charlie, when I entered their house, the first thing I'll see is the last place they sat to read their Bible. And you see the Bible, yeah. And I said, hey. Huh. So me, grab my Bible, where is it? <laughs> I was a very serious Christian, oh. As a very serious Christian, but Charlie, my children and my circumstances in life were drilling me well. But when I saw it, I said, hey, these women are like me, but their Bible is paramount. I can do some. And they taught me things. 
Are you here? There's somebody, the person is trying to flow with you. Just trying, even phone call you are some way. Answer your phone, cry you are some way. And some of you, you are bastards. A bastard is a child without a father. The father does not accept. It's a very painful thing in life. And you see that it marks the child. And the child is embarrassed. Because it's like, I don't have a father. But you here, you have chosen to be bastards. It's your choice. I mean, as we are here, we are talking, we are laughing, we are happy. There are some of you, I watch the way you relate to the shepherds over you. And I wonder, I wonder which fox brought you. How, How do you become like this? How do you become a person who is rude? How? Just because the person speaking to you is from church. I, I, I don't understand. Are you following what I'm saying? After this camp, all these bastardacious behaviors must fall to the ground. Yeah. It is all this bastardacious behavior. I am teaching you. I'm teaching you how you are going to learn how to become a son or a daughter. You have to learn it. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Ah. Are you here? Because in the spiritual realm, a lot of it is your decision. Yeah. In the physical realm, you can't choose your parent. But the rest you can choose. The rest you can choose. Yeah. Me, I know my spiritual father. I don't need anybody to introduce him to me. Not at all. I wonder who your spiritual father is. Meanwhile, you are in my church. You have been there for how many years? If they come and ask me, do I know you? I'll say, I wonder. Not that I know a lot of you by name. I even have your numbers and I even, you know, text you with WhatsApp. But I don't know who you are. Because that's your choice. Because of other things. We shall come there. Tell your neighbor it's a camp. It's a camp. It's a camp. <laughs> and ask your neighbor what bastardacious behaviors do you have that you have? <laughs> Let's continue. Now, before I introduce you to the last three, there's one other one. Your father in sin. Your father in sin. The guy who gave you the weed to smoke. When you were in school. The guy who told you that if you don't go and sleep with a lady, you are not a man. The girl who told you that if you are 25 years old and you are still a virgin, there's a problem. That girl, that girl, that girl. The girl who told you that I'm going to show you 15 steps to felling the guy you want. That's your mother, your father in sin. (laughs) Many of you met your father in sin in SHS. Yeah. A few of you have met your father in sin in the university. 
But tonight, after this preaching, you are going to bury every father in sin in your life. Never ever again contact them. Disappear from this earth. From, they must never locate you anywhere. Yeah. Hey, the church is quiet. Here. Sit down, sit down. Your father in sin is somebody who negatively affects your life. I was only 10 years old when I met my mother in sin. Yes. In a dormitory. And unfortunately for us, we were some hapless from once. And this girl was probably, I don't even remember what year she was. And she introduced us to pornography. Yeah. Me had come from my mother's house. I didn't even know that what I was watching was not normal. <laughs> I didn't know. Now me won't be there. And the effect of your father in sin on your life, eh? It can take you years to get out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are you there? Some of you is your the reason you drink is your father in sin. You were walking quietly, minding your own business. Then they came and asked you, Have you tasted this one before? Then they gave it to you, and you just you had never tasted or go grow in your life. They went out, then they told you that this one is men who drink it. Dead men, dead men, more likely. <laughs> that's why I'm saying that tonight you must locate your father in sin and you must say that since I met this guy it's this particular person you came to the campus a prayerful person you were one of the blessed people who knew how to pray you knew the, but you met somebody who is in church with you today and since you met that person your Christian life has just vanished delete him from your life delete delete him from your life don't delete the number if you delete the number when he calls you won't see it block him just don't answer one don't answer two don't answer three don't answer four don't answer five don't answer six don't answer seven don't answer eight don't answer nine don't answer ten Delete them from your life. Are you here? I do not even remember the name of this girl. I don't remember it anymore. I've deleted her. I don't remember her name. Yeah. There's no place for you in my life. Yeah. Are you here? I said, even if the person is in church, tell the person that since I met you, the things I didn't use to do that were evil, I do them. Mommy says I should delete you. Delete. Yeah. That is your father in sin. Hmm. And you see, if you joke with them, eh, you'll be surprised at how they'll bring your life down. Yeah. Sometimes you go to jail and they are outside. Because they made you go and steal. And they discovered their back. 
and because of the influence they had in your life, you also went. Hey, you came here to this camp to have your life changed. And I'm telling you that your father in sin must disappear. Young lady, that lady who when she comes, you gossip about everybody. That one. That one. That one. Yeah. Yeah. You did not know how to talk about pastors until you met her. Now that you have met her, or now that you have met him, you now have the boldness to speak rubbish. You better delete the person. Some people have spoiled their lives by leaving a father insane in their lives. Yes. Are you here? Yeah. You left the father insane in your life. You didn't know. Do you remember when you were listening to the serpent seed? Okay. That's how they work. So they come, then they just come and drop. Crack, just one, then they go. Crack, just one, then they go. Before you are aware, it has become an anaconda. Hey. Cut it before it becomes something you cannot control. Cut it. Or oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Hey. Amen. Your father in sin. Some of you, the reason you think about your father the way you think about your father is because of what your mother has fed you with. Hey, but what my father did was... No, you see, it could be true. But what I'm saying to you is that you are the child. It's not your... Can you correct your mother or correct your father? So step back. I am a child. I am a child. Please allow me to be a child. And love them both. When they met, they didn't ask to call you. No, otherwise, that seed will grow. Are you seeing it? Yeah. Yeah. I know some people like that, very precious people to me. And today, they have switched onto their father's side and won't go to the mother at all. And now it's a problem. It's a major problem. Because when they grew, they suddenly realized that, ah, what you are saying and what we are seeing is not going. I hope you are seeing it. So what I'm saying, yeah, you know, yeah, these are relatives of mine. So I'm just saying to you that, look, Charlie, just try to walk, balance yourself, and walk properly. And you are blessed to hear these things. In my generation, we made a lot of mistakes. We never hear heard this. So people took sides, did this, did that, did that, lot of fighting. You are a blessed generation. So don't go and look down on your mother because no, she didn't have what I'm telling you. She didn't have a spiritual father to tell her this. Hey. All right, let's continue. So tell your neighbor, all spiritual, all uh, fathers in sin are gone. Gone. Okay, now let's do it the last few ones. You can be a son to the father of a church. The father of a church is the founder of the church. Mm -hmm. Are you seeing it? The founder of a church. Ours is obvious. I mean, if it is not obvious to you, then I don't know what you are doing here. <laughs> ah, because the founder is the person who makes the church exist. 
you see. Many times when we're wishing our father happy birthday, when we're excited about him, then people come and say, eh, are you worshiping him? Why? You see, when a street child does not know what it means to belong to a home. So when a street child is talking, must understand this is a street child. A child who comes from a home, when he sees his father coming, hey, daddy, 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 daddy. So you that you are from the streets are like, ah, why? What's happening? What are you so excited about? The difference is that you, dear, you, don't, you don't get it. Unfortunately, your situation was not like that. Yeah. But the one who was born there, he knows who his father is. That's why he's so excited. In the same way, we're excited about our father. We know that this is the founder of our church. Yeah. This is the founder of our church. Amen. Yeah. And when people rise up to criticize, I want you to look beyond the criticism and say, what have they built? What have they built? When you have not built a chicken coop, you will criticize the man who has built a building because you say it's too expensive. But the truth is that you haven't built a chicken coop, so you don't know what it means to build. Price of cement, but you don't know. Hey. Mess. Yeah. And if the grace of a founder is not on you, you, you can't found. By the grace of God, I know a couple of founders very well. And I see that their lives are very different from the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. Very different lives. The rest of us, we are blessed by following and being part. And if it is the person's birthday and we say we are happy, what is it to you? Why is it your problem? It's only your problem because you are a street child. When a street child sees how the child in the house is getting presents and is being there, what comes in? Jealousy comes in. Christmas, the child is excited because he knows that he's going to get gifts. The street child ain't going to get no gifts. Yeah, so pastor, are you saying that is their fault? That Let your IQ work. Let your IQ work. I don't expect that of you here. Let your brains work. These days, I have marveled at the low IQ. When you read the thing, then you ask yourself, this person, does he think? You are saying that they have paid somebody something. Why have they not paid all people? The teller in the bank and the bank manager, do they end the same? Nonsense. Don't let me answer you. Don't let me answer you. The cleaner of the mortuary, does he end the same as even the matron in the kitchen? Come on. Come on. <laughs> Let's be serious. Hallelujah. And so begin to straighten out yourself. And straighten out your mind. And you'll see that it's a blessing to you. Hallelujah. Know that this is a founder. And you'll see that their lives are markedly different from the rest of us. And if you put them away, you'll pay for it. When I say pay for it, not pay in terms of money. Yeah. But whole denominations, you can see what has happened to them. There's a denomination. I don't normally talk about I won't tell you who they are very powerful leader the, the, the leader 
is more charismatic than we are. Yeah. When you read the history and they tell you about his meetings and how people would, when his meetings, when you get slain and you are lying on the floor, it's not these two, three minutes that you are getting up. You'll be there. Some for days. You are out. And when they return with stories. But after he passed on, those who took on over never acknowledged their founder. So all that fire has dissipated. All. And it's just another denomination in the world. And then compare to another denomination that has kept its, its links to the founder. The founder is dead now. Church of Pentecost. Even if you see their uh, official documents, they have on the left-hand corner I just saw it recently and I was surprised. Founder, James McKeown, till today. Till today. Till today. How can they forget? Yeah. One time, they told us that when they have their pastor's meetings and there's something that there's a bit, they go to the minutes of the meetings they had with him and see and say, what did our father say about this issue? And look at the Pentecost church. What a church. So what a church. What a church. Yeah. They're in every corner of Ghana. Everywhere. You see, you don't go anywhere. That's why you don't know that they are everywhere. Who's sorry? That's all you know. But the day you take yourself and say, let me go, Kumasi Elubo, you will see. Kumasi Nordirish, you will see it. Kumasi Otirish, you will see. Church of Pentecost. Every town, they will have uh, what major um, assemblies and minor ones all over the place. That is, yeah. No, I'm telling you something. So if you are in a branch and we come and say we are doing another branch, no, you have to squeeze your face. Yeah. No, you have to squeeze your face. But that's what has made them a mighty church. Small transfers of people are being transferred. We have not heard the end of it. Church of Pentecost this year alone, 400 transfers in Ghana. In Ghana? In where? In where? In where? Not all over the world. By the way, that church is all over the world, but it began in Ghana. So everything that has happened, something has happened before. Stop what you are doing. Yeah. And I'm saying to you that that difference is because they have kept acknowledging their founder until today. Their founder was from Great Britain. Ah. They acknowledge him up till today that he's dead and passed. They said that his funeral was something else. They had never seen so many Africans come from somewhere to a white man's funeral before. Yes. His funeral, I think the Queen of England was there. Oh, they were talking major, major people. I don't, don't quote me, but major people. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And I'm saying to you that by acknowledging and keeping the founder in his place, they have been blessed. Then we are coming a few years later. We have not been this way before. But by the grace of God, we have great cells that work. And we can see all those who didn't acknowledge their founder. And we can see all those who acknowledge their founder. We can see effect. We say we want this one. You say you are quarreling about it. Go and do your research too. And see. 
just go and do your research and see. By acknowledging the founder, just acknowledgement. Even among my pastors, I can tell you the strength of the anointing by the acknowledging of the founder. It's true. By acknowledgement, just give time. You see it in the spread and the size of what they do. Just, you just see it like that. Hey. No, what I'm saying to you is true. It's true. Today, if you look, if we take First Love churches and we take UD churches, clear difference. When we take honoring the Father and honoring the Father, clear difference. Clear. You see, you see, they are very quiet. I remember recently I got. I came and I announced that, oh, there's a birthday. We didn't, you know, we do Galatians 6, 6. That's different, but it's a birthday. What will you give? When the offering came, I said, we should put it down. I can't present it. It's so disgraceful. I will not even give it to a local bishop in our area. Are you there? Yeah. Then the first lovers, they are like you. They are like you. They came and presented 99 sheep and one lamb. You see, they are quiet. Because, please, somebody should calculate. One sheep is about what? Four, five hundred now. Use five hundred to calculate. Somebody should calculate. Five hundred times ninety-nine. Five hundred times hundred is what? Oh, it should be easy. Five hundred thousand. Yeah, so something like that. And you, what you, what we brought? It didn't even. It cannot be fifty thousand. Ah, okay, times 100, yeah, 50,000. What you brought, it was not even, it wasn't even 1,000. Are you not surprised? I said, we'll do something about it. Just put it down for now. This disgraceful thing, we cannot, it's an insult. Your mother has come to visit you, then you go and take yam that you have boiled. You don't add anything, you give it to her. Is it, is it, is it? Ah. Better you told her that you are so broke, you can't feed her. <laughs> But I think you get it. Are you getting the point? And I'm saying to you that that thing is the reason for the difference. Yes. Yes. It's the reason for the difference in anointings. We have some cities where father has a branch, son has a branch. Father's branch is 60, son's branch is 600. Difference. Because one is the first lover, they honor the father. The father and the other one is there. It's UD. Have you seen that quiet? Are you going to do something about that offering? Yeah, I'll give you exactly a month to do something about it. I don't mind about those who do. No, just when you see something you didn't know, you've learned it, you just correct it. You just correct it. Yeah. I don't wait for somebody to come and tell me I should go and honor my father. What kind of child is that? <laughs> They will have to come and beg you that, oh, bring offering, bring the. No, 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 no. Learn it and learn it now. Learn it well. Are you, are you learning something? Yeah. yeah. And we are talking about the founder, but remember, it extends to your biological father, yeah. biological mother. Yeah. So learn it and do it. Hey. I keep on telling my pastors, have I not told you? I said, start preparing at the beginning of the year. 
Because you know it. Because they haven't done it till today. And those who do it, we see it. I told you that this camp is going to change things. If you know that you don't like things to be changed, the gate is open. Hand over your badge and walk. <laughs> and pray that you don't meet the neighborhood ghost when you exit there. you are understanding something. And I'm saying all this for you to, you see, we are so negative and we receive so much rubbish from what's going on. You know, just how people write and things. You know, social, even things that are written, that if I don't stay on it, you won't purge yourself and be corrected. And I will never stand here to share with you something that I don't do. Never. I'll never do it. I'll never do it. I'll never do it. This year, four months I couldn't work. It did not change my sewing of the sleep because I didn't start it yesterday. Are you understanding now? I didn't start yesterday. So when the time came, oh, hey, then I went to find my niyama. Please, every phone should be off. Every phone should be off. And I went to pick it and I gave it. But you will be waiting that your last national service pay or your last salary or you are waiting for when your parents bring you your last so, it, it, it won't work tell anybody that the cockroaches will eat it <laughs> look Ghana City is like petrol if you put it inside uh, 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 what do you call it gallon and you close it it will still be evaporating <laughs> so you take it when it is equivalent to ten dollars, twenty dollars, you change it. Just because you have to change the dollar again, you will not change it. You will leave it there. So by the time the time comes, twenty dollars plus twenty dollars plus twenty dollars plus twenty dollars, you get some fifty dollars. Be at least fifty dollars. No, I come back a crack. Fifty dollars will be like what? Two fifty, three hundred Ghana cities. Oh, you empire. Who would have brought twenty cities? <laughs> I hope you are you are getting the point, because. As you, as you appreciate that founder, that father, something happens to you. Yeah. Something happens to you. That's what I'm saying. I will not tell you what I have not experienced. Yeah. And I've sown for years. Until one day by mistake, I found out what my son was going to sow. I was ashamed. Yeah. I said, hey. And I knew that it had not come easy. And I only found out because when he put it in the bag and we went to the place, we were at a, a crusade. It was stolen. That's how I found out. Yeah, I would have, I mean, the amount. I knew he was going to, but I didn't know. And when I heard the amount, I said, hey, I born this child. And <laughs> on his small something, he has put it aside. I said, oh, I have changed. So I'm speaking to you that you also... No, I felt that I was doing well because in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. <laughs> but suddenly I met somebody with two eyes. I said, hey, really? Then I said, no wonder when they are doing their things, it works. No wonder. Small, small, small boys and girls, you should see their churches that they preach to. You, you are here, but center leader. Five, three, five, three. Five, three, two. Five, three, two. You cannot even gather five chickens to preach to every oh man. Please ask your neighbor how many people are you able to gather? How many people? 
Some of you, you have not even started yet. And you are just shy. I cannot. What? Tell your neighbor, look, I'm shy. I'm very shy. Five people, I'm very shy. I'm very shy. Look at yourself. Can't think away. This nice guy, you, when you were in sin, you were able to rap three girls per night. Today, you have come as a child of God. You cannot gather anything. One, two, three, four, five. Now, why are you mad? You are like a man who cannot rap anything. You have gone to the disco, walking around, around, around. Then you stand like a wallflower. Look at you. Ah! And I'm showing you one of the causes tonight. And I'm saying to you that one of the causes is that you have not understood the effect of this father of a church in your life. You have not understood it. Are you here? They say, oh, they are paying them to say, do I look like someone is paying me? Can you pay me? Please. Can you pay me? <laughs> the church has become quiet again. <sighs> In fact, so correct yourself. Correct yourself. Correct yourself. Please, if I hear one more phone, there will be a problem here. Everybody, take out your phone and put it off. The disobedience is too much. Take it and put it off. Come, God, you have a reason to be here. Hmm. What? Amen. How many do you have so far? Number one, your heavenly father. Number two, number three, biological father. Number four, number five, number six, number seven. Number eight. Great. Number nine. Number nine. The father of a movement. The father of a movement. For example, who is that? The people at the back, I don't know, understand all the up and down. I don't understand it at all. Pentiasia. Hmm? Come again. In fact, we're going to do it tonight. Mm. Okay. Okay. Father of a movement. So we have the faith movement. And I say the faith movement. Who is the father? Kenneth Hagen. So when he came, he began a certain teaching of faith that made it, brought it up again. Are you there? Father of the church growth of church growth. Dr. Yonggi Cho. Are you seeing it? Yeah. I also feel that the first love is a movement. I don't think it's a church. I think it's a movement. Yeah. Why am I saying it's a movement and not a church? A church is a church, but a movement sweeps across in a certain way. 
changes certain things in a certain way. So when you see how young people even flock to it in countries that are so hard and even dead, you realize that something, something is, it's a movement. It's not, just, it's not just a church. It's not just a church. And you can see that it's doing things. Some of the people who I've seen going to festival, I'm like, hey, really? One time I was somewhere, 31st night, and some two people got up that they're going to. I thought to myself, it's a movement. Hey! <laughs> it's a movement. That's all, it's a movement. Hallelujah. And the last one is your father in ministry. Your father in ministry. This is the person teaching you about the ministry. Amen? The person teaching you about the ministry. The person who has appointed you to be a center leader, teaching you, do it this way, do it that way. This is how you preach. This is how you hold a microphone. This is how you stand. Some of you, when you are standing on the stage, you want to enter the wall. I don't know why you want to enter a wall. And your father means you keep on saying, move forward, move forward. And every time you go back to the wall. <laughs> yeah. Your father in ministry. Are you, are you there? Yeah. That's why we are so blessed. We even have fathers in ministry. Yeah, because you see that it's not only one source we learn from in the house in Paul. We learn so many things, but it makes ministers out of us. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Amen. You want to stand to your feet, put your hands together for the Lord. Oh, we have not closed at all. Okay. the goodness of God. I 
of your voice You have led me through the fire And in darkest night You were close like no fathers in our lives. Amen. Okay, so we are continuing and uh, okay. Okay, so we're moving on. Now that I've told you about all the fathers that you have, you can see that it's in your interest to be a good son or daughter. Amen? Yeah. It's in your interest to be a good son or daughter. And I want you to have it in mind that I'm going to learn. Maybe I didn't know. I'm going to learn. For the rest of tonight and probably part of tomorrow, we're going to be doing 15 principles on how to be a good son. <laughs> Amen? 
And almost all the points are going to be coming from 2 Timothy chapter 2. There's nothing here that's somebody's mind. It's from the Bible. Amen. I preach what I see my father preach, but the truth is that it's in the Bible. Hallelujah. And the reason why we are learning it from Timothy is because he was somebody who was Paul's spiritual son. Paul was not his biological father, but he walked with him in such a way that Paul was able to say a lot of things. The things that are said to you and the things that you are taught, it depends on how you walk with the person God has set over you. Are you here? By the grace of God, we have one father, Bishop Dag. But I am his, what should I say? If you like, his arms and feet here. Are you there? Uh -huh. If you are in this church and you choose that you are here, but you will be far, and you won't be a son or a daughter, it's your choice, oh. I have a lot of sons and daughters in case you don't know. So it's not for looking for more sons and daughters because it's more responsibility and more prayer. But it's for your own sake. Are you here? Uh -huh. And it's because I'm just going to teach you the things he would have taught you. Beautiful job. It's not my idea. I don't have such things in my head. There's actually a camp called the Beautiful Job Camp. But you were not here at the time. Are you there? You were not here. Those who were here, they are forgotten. Those who attended the camp in person, they are few. And if, if I start asking questions, they will swear they were not there. <laughs> they will tell you they were not there. So it is good for all of us. Amen. And we're going to be talking about 15 principles on how to become a good son. And I need you to listen well. Hey. Hallelujah. And it's Bible. So as you follow it, you are following the Bible. Amen. Second Timothy chapter one, chapter um, chapter two, verse one. I beg your pardon. Second Timothy two one. Two one. Oh, the thing was there. What is the slowness for? <laughs> Therefore, thou my son, for Paul to even say, my son, knowing that he hadn't biologically delivered that that part alone is a is a statement, and it's not what I was. I was going to start on the next space, but something is striking me about this verse, my son. There's some of you as I walk with you. That's my son. That's my, when you are a son or daughter, I will say everything. When you are a servant, I won't say. When you are a stranger, even less. When you are an outsider, almost nothing. Ah, please, 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 please. If you are an outsider, it's possible. What, what are you going to say? Why should you not some Outsider, you are coming to tell the outsider that look, don't dress like this or walk like hey before you are wearing some two slaps, cranes has followed you, you'll be dizzy. You see, so it is not because you have meant that you will not say. Okay, let's start from another place. Do you not have some friends you speak honestly to? Uh -huh. Then you have some other friends, they are just for laughing, and but there's no yeah. You, you won't tell them how you honestly feel. Those friends who you speak honestly to, their relationship is different. And it's almost like they become a brother. And that's why you are even feeling free to speak like that. I, I hope you are getting it. Uh -huh. So in the same way, it's the same when you move up to father-son or father-daughter. In that same way. And you can even have 
biological daughters who are not close to their mother and their father. Biological sons who are not close. And that's why God has made this provision to make up the difference by all these other fathers. So it's your choice. It's your choice. Amen? It's your choice. I prefer to be a daughter that they can say anything to. Yeah. And it has blessed my life. That's why one time when Bishop Didier agreed with the, ch- the, the school we had sent one of us, I said, no, 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 no. Move the son from there. You would have said, Aden, I don't who pays my defies. Or you would have started looking for excuses. Started looking for excuses. But why? It's a very good school. Why are you saying that you should be removed from there? Why? why? Hey, look, it's not everything that is in Accra. <laughs> It's also a good school. This is what he has found. You see, and as you argue like that, the next time, he will not say. In fact, for him to even say, it means you are working in a certain way already. And that move, that move, changed the life of that particular child. That move. I said, not here, this one. Even as we were saying not here, we didn't even yet know which one. Hmm. Some of you eh, have told you that first year, second year, third year, do not have a beloved. And you have gone ahead and you have disobeyed. And right now, you are like a used volume address. And you are now coming to look for what? Now you have reached fourth year. You are now looking for a proper relationship. News of you has been heard everywhere. Your fame has spread. Have you seen? Yeah. And some of you, we can see you. Take it from me. Take it from me. There's a saying that mothers have their eyes behind their head, and it is true. You will not know how we know what we know. I have prayed a prayer. I said, Lord, what I need to know, let me know it. Oh, I'll be sitting my somewhere minding my own business. Then I, yeah. Or sometimes I'm sitting there and I just have a feeling, ask a question, and that's it. Just one question. One question. And you see, these people, they don't understand what's going on in the world today. We don't understand. Go and use your body to be understanding. So when you finish, you come first with you. Yeah. And there are others of you, I've not even asked you anything. And you are messing up. You are messing up because if you start now, hmm, first year you have gone to find yourself a boyfriend oh mommy he's just a guy that I like you are an idiot because quiet a moment for one semester they say oh I will not sleep with you I will not sleep with you for two semesters. You don't know that you are being cooked. 
you are like a chicken that they are feeding and the chicken is saying the farmer likes me the farmer likes me we don't like you we are feeding you so that we will cook you in december that's why we are feeding you Why would I like you chicken? I don't like you at all. As you see me crying cry you. I'm going to call the vets, give them medicine. They need injection. Here is money. You are paying out the money. Pay the money. Feeding them. Sometimes the feed must be there 24-7. The feed. Feed. Water. Water. Oh, they like me. They like me. Ha! I'm feeding you because where are we? May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Ah! I will eat you up. Hey, sit down, sit down. We will eat you. Yeah. But when you are a daughter, even if you make that mistake, I'll come to you. Come. Break it today. Come back and tell me you have broken it. When you break it and you are crying, okay, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's okay, it's okay, stop. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Break it now. Break it now. Oh, nothing will happen. Would you mean no HMEDIA? I'm just telling you. Amen. Are you in the house? So, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. Thou therefore my son. Are you seeing it? Thou therefore my son. You see, Timothy was somebody that Paul had a beautiful job for. And he was bringing him up to do that beautiful job. And in the whole of this chapter, he gave him life-changing advice. Which today is scripture to us. He said, thou therefore my son. Be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Be strong. Our first point, you know, you want to be a good son? Be strong. You want to be a good daughter? Be strong. The world does not belong to weak people. Hey! People sympathize with the underdog, but they go with the top dog. So when you make yourself a weakling, they will sympathize with you. As soon as they go out, they are laughing at you. As soon as they go out, they are laughing at you. And when you are a believer, you are a Christian, and you are weak. Hey, a weak Christian. Let's take a look at a weak believer. Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3 is one of the saddest chapters in the whole Bible. Now, 
The serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. I came to inform you that the serpent is still subtle. He has not changed. Hmm. Than any beast, any animal in the whole world, the, the serpent is the most subtle. When they say subtle, you take it for granted. This animal that if it is on the tail, they say it is slow. It has no legs. It has no arms. It can't even really see well. It has no ears. You can easily take it for granted and say, oh, this one there is just a worm. It's a worm. It's a worm. Ah. It's a worm. Even the scratch, they say a rope, even the scratch can kill you. That's why I say subtle. It doesn't look like a danger, dangerous animal. The, the lion looks far, 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 far more dangerous. Far more dangerous. But even here, in this forest, the lion is no longer there. Meanwhile, on this ground that we call our Bible school, the greatest problem has been snakes. Of all sizes. All sizes. There's a building just near the main gate. I came to do some work here. We were interviewing students. There were a lot. It was um, oral exams. And we did, that day we closed at 2 a.m. And we came, we were about four or five examiners. And we came to this place where we were going to sleep. It must have been just about a few months since, I mean, the place had been opened. As we opened the door, the lights were out. So you enter into a... I mean, you enter into a, you know, when, when there are steps, there's a, what do you call that place? Uh, English people. A land, they say it's a landing. The landing is the up one, but the downstairs, anyway. As we entered, <laughs> she says her English didn't reach there. Her teacher died before. <laughs> Hi. Lady of Mehumi, come and be boss. So I'm just standing. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you? Shelly. <laughs> How many of you can already feel that you are becoming proper son or daughter hallelujah Amen. and it's not about becoming a, a proper son or a daughter to the um, prophet under the mango tree or you, know, you don't need a prophet to tell you that we have a proper pastor leading us at fountain of life cathedral in Aida. so even as she is teaching us 
and she is directing us to our father, Bishop Daggyward Mills. You cannot bypass her and just go like that. Hallelujah. But as you learn to become a proper son or daughter to the pastor that God has given to us, who is who? E. S. Joy Felipe Bruce. You are becoming a proper son or daughter to our father hallelujah and that's what you need to learn as you are here it's a good place to put your hands so we are going over the point as we wait for our pastor is it a good idea the nine fathers of the nine fathers in your life. I'm looking for somebody who is feeling sleepy to give us all the nine. If your neighbor is feeling sleepy, just. Is there a Danny? Owl? Can we have a mic? We need somebody, yeah. It will help us stay awake. The nine fathers of your life. Oh, put your hands together for our pastor. All right, so we were on Genesis 3.1. And remember, we were on the point, number one, be strong. The point, number one, the first thing Paul told Timothy was to be strong. Then we went to Genesis chapter 3. And I said, I want to show you what happens when you are not strong. And we started talking about the enemy, and I was saying that he's like this. He's like this. And he said to the woman, let's, take, let's just begin again. Now the serpent was more subtle. Some people, when they are deceiving you, you don't know that you are being deceived. <laughs> more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said have God said ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden you see the you see he didn't just come and say look God is lying eat do you see the question so it's like I'm just asking you a, I'm just asking you a question question two is it wrong eh, can I not ask a question verse two and the woman said unto the serpent you see the way he asked the question you answer we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden Go on, go on, go on. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it. That part is not true. Lest ye die. And the serpent said unto him, you shall not surely die. I mean, God is not so wicked. Ah. If you love the girl after all the feelings, cry, he gave them. He gave the feelings. How can it be wrong to just be loving her? It's just, just loving her. It's more small. It's more small. You know, it's not a lie. You were just re-describing. It's just a re-description. I mean, oh, how can it be wrong? I mean, oh, you can just press small. No, 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 not a lot. Come here. Yeah. 
Ye shall not surely die. Verse 5. For God doth know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and you shall be as God's knowing good and evil. And do you know that this statement is true? Yes. Your eyes will open. At that point, it will tell they, they are not saying, look, they're very happy. Lots of things, they are not seeing it. So if you eat it, your eyes will be open. Oh, don't we want our eyes to be open? Why do you want to walk around this world with closed eyes? Is it not better for you that your eyes are open? Ah, you'll see a little more. Verse 6. <laughs> and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. At least Tafla said the woman was deceived. Now who Adam did and then the how? Ah well. But the, you see look at something. They said she saw that the tree was good for food up until today up until today there's a problem you can be stronger is something that you will see till today till today most this is it if a girl gets a guy what he saw the whole what do you call it advertising industry is based on this myth. What you see. When you don't see it, you don't need it, you don't like it, it's not a problem. Whoever told you about iPhone, what? Nanakofi, what's the latest one? 12. You, it was only a number. It meant absolutely nothing. You were okay with your iPhone 6. Till you saw... Till you saw... Till you saw clear last of the eyes. Clear. Clear. Hey. That's why Paul told the guy, be strong. Because if you want to go anywhere with God, you need to understand that you need to be able to see and not be moved though you will see and it is fully possible ask any doctor do you know that there are more male gynecologists than female do you think they go sleeping with their patients did they see it might not be anything yes you see so she saw that the tree was good for food it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wife Right here, we have all three. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And up until today, that's what human beings are dying over. Yeah. A fruit to be, why do you want to be like God? Now, this thing that you now know, it is now a problem for us. We knew, we now got, first we were innocent. Then we got to know 
the difference between good and evil. Now, we know only evil. Hmm. It's a problem. It's a serious problem. Yeah. And this is where he gets us all the time. First you see. Then that, that pleasure, it was pleasant, something to be desired. It was pleasant, lust of the flesh, all the time. All the time. I don't need to tell you pornography is wrong. You know. You know, you feel it. You feel it after every episode, you feel it. But the lust of the flesh. Hmm. Hey! Please, oh, we didn't come all this way to speak in parables. So allow us to speak the truth. Yeah. Hey! Amen! The lust of the flesh. What the flesh wants. And you see, you need to understand it and respect it all. And begin to deal with it if you are going to be strong. Because you who does not eat before midday, the day you wake up and say, I'm going to fast, the hunger begins at five. On a normal day, you don't eat. No. You leave your room. You go to work or school, whatever. Twelve o'clock, then you say, hey, Charlie, let me even find something. Sometimes you even forget. The day you say, I'm going to fast. Five a.m. Five a.m. Five a.m. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I got to eat. But every day you eat at midday. It shows you, you see, it's showing you the last of the flesh. Yeah. When the body says something, you see, it is this reason that makes me tell you some things. That's why I said don't enter the relationship. Be, hold on, hold on. I want you to listen. Because if you enter, as many of you have done, if you taste, you become like a dog that has tasted blood. She will never forget. And it will begin to look for blood. You can keep a lion as a pet till the day it tastes fresh blood. That's it for you. That's it for you. And many of you, that's what's doing you. That's why today you are coming to tell me that it's not possible to remain pure in your relationship to your marriage. That's why. That's why. Hey. Are you there? That's why you are bringing me those sermons. But your brother who has not tasted, he still burns so. But the burn is contained. Hey. The burn is contained. Because he has not developed an appetite. It's what you develop an appetite for. That's what gets you. If you have lived in a country where you never ate plantain, you have no desire for plantain. None at all. It's only in a country where you have plantain that you have been eating plantain. That's where you now desire plantain. Yeah. You have never eaten kele wele. Where is the desire from? So now that's your problem. And I'm saying to you that we want to be good sons and daughters of our father. You got to be strong. 
Because now that's your only option. God be strong. It's your only option. You have to be strong because it will flow you every time. And as for the flesh, eh, if you follow it, flesh, the same name is disgrace. Jane Opata, disgrace. Uh-huh. Emmanuel, eh, what? <laughs> Emmanuel something, disgrace. If you allow it, that's what happened to Adam and Eve. That's what happened to them. Disgrace. Pure disgrace. And the Bible, the enemy who brings it, he's subtle. He doesn't come with the foregone. He doesn't announce it. And he'll start working. And sometimes, as you begin that friendship with that girl, the Holy Ghost, you can feel something. Say, no. And then you continue. <coughs> Knowing that, you see, you can feel that there's something different here. Flee for your life. Something different. Then you continue. Yeah. Before you know it, you are doing things you never thought you would do. Yeah. So, Paul said to him, be strong. People think that the kingdom of God is for weaklings. It is not. It takes strength to wake up every day to pray. It takes strength to wake up to pray every day to a God who you neither see and who also does not answer you verbally. Or you were praying, you heard, keep going. Okay, I heard that one. All right. You can walk up and down. Oh. Are you here? You can walk up and down, up and down, pray up and down, up and down. When you finish, he has not even told you thank you for the visit. She said, then you must come back tomorrow. Same time. Continue. In silence. Have you ever made a phone call to somebody who didn't answer on the other side before? It's very difficult to continue talking. Or somebody that has decided I'm not going to mind you. I won't answer. Very difficult to keep not to talk. Or somebody just answering monosyllables. Okay. Okay. No. Conversation in <laughs> So it takes something for you to continue. Hey. That's why Paul looked at him and said, Be strong. Be strong. Are you here? Be strong. I mean, when. <laughs> Please sit down. Let's continue our story. Please take us back to Genesis 3. Let's continue. Yes, next verse. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they, they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees. Let me say something to you. What are you hiding? What are you hiding? What is in your life that nobody knows about? That you cannot speak about? What is that? What is that? What is that? Nobody knows. 
That's the secret you share with the devil. He'll take you down. He'll take you down. I say he what? He'll take you down. That is why many times, for many of the habits and the issues that tie up young people, your first bid for freedom is when you are able to confess it to somebody who can help you. Sometimes the person doesn't even know what to say, but all you have done is to break the secret that you had with him. Me, I've decided in my life, me and them, we don't have secrets together. The people have secrets together with are human beings who are sober. No, 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 no. And so, Pastor, are you saying that we should say everything? everything? You shouldn't be here if you're asking foolish questions. <laughs> but that, you see, that's why when you have a, 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 what? a, a boyfriend that nobody knows about, it's a problem. It's a problem. Are you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just saying something to you. If the thing was open and above board and correct, why is it hidden? That's why in this church we'll tell you that. Listen. You're walking around, you see a young lady, you think you like it. Come and see. We d- have you ever seen me take a microphone to announce somebody's relationship before? Never. But come, just break the hidden nature. A guy comes to say to you, I'm liking you. Say it. Say it. The hidden nature of it is the incubation of evil. And you see, in this our nation where right is called wrong and wrong is called right, they insult us for it. Say every day. They are saying, beloved, beloved. What we are saying is that we are not ashamed at all of the honest above board relationships we are not i mean it uh, will you not marry if you're going to marry will you not have a uh, 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 you will not talk to the guy ah. so it is common sense to know that eventually a young man and a young lady will meet but what we are saying is that never in the dark Never behind the wall. Never where somebody doesn't know about it. And if you are in a relationship like that, I am speaking to you as your spiritual father. Break it. Break it. Break it before it breaks you. Break it. So either you are coming with him or you are breaking it. You have only two options. You have only what? Two options. Yeah. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Some of you are looking at me and like, mm, these people, pa. You have just come. I've been here a long time. And the reason why it sounds odd to you is because the hidden is what has become normal. So when you bring it out, it's almost like, hey, what are you about? That one rather is what is honest. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. When Abraham sent for a wife for his son, when they came to talk to her, the first thing she went was to her mother's house. I met a man who came and said this, this, this. He gave me this bang again. You, the person is giving you things, you are hiding it. What man no here, we shall hear of you. The guy has bought you G-strings. You know, you, 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 you are hiding it. Amen. Sit down, sit down. 
Hey. Hmm. Hmm. Amen. Quiet, please. Those of you with secret lives, when we see you, you are one person here, you are another person there. Watch out. That other part of you is the devil and you who have it. And he will take you down. He'll take you down. Eve had no business having this conversation. And young ladies, let me tell you something. Eh? Let me tell you something. It's quiet. If a man's weakest point is his eyes, for a woman, her weakest point are her ears. Her ears. That's why if you want to keep yourself, don't hear. If you want to keep yourself, don't. It's don't a very hear. strong. Don't hear. At all. Because if you hear, you will bow. Have you not heard them saying that, oh, girls are very foolish, but they know the guy is lying, but because they hear, once they hear, once they hear, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> are you here? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and you see, there is no age at which you are safe. So you just don't... Yeah. I am my mother. I have only sons. Biologically. You see. And one of them, there used to be a time, he's grown out of that now, but there used to be a time when he would come on my page with raps. As soon as he comes, Shannon, the way I miss you, eh? I know that he wants something. Does common sense therefore not say that I should take my standards I'm on guard that it won't work. Oh, God saying. Ah, that day he'll get it. That day. That day. Yeah. I'm just showing you the power of. Here, yeah, I am an Odom. I'm his mother. I know that Asema Okano. And he raps to introducing the. It is saying, I can't help you. No, it would work every time. Amazingly, every time it will work. It will work. So don't joke with it. Hi, sweetie. Hi, beautiful. Even as you are eyeing the guy, you know, your ear is what next? What? Ladies, what I'm saying, is it true or is it not true? Yeah. Yeah. We want to say, oh, let me just hear just the next, the next statement. Just what, what will you say after this one? That's why our father has taught us girls like boys more than boys. The first time I heard him say it, I said, No, 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 daddy got it wrong. But as I listened, I said, I said, Where are we? Can no crow? And do you know where it's from? It's from here. Yeah, it's from here. It's a curse. It's from here. Her desire shall be for her husband, and he shall rule over her. We are the only creature on this miserable earth that is looking for somebody to tie us up and keep us in. Everybody else is looking for freedom, including the cat in your house. <laughs> that woman is looking for what will rule over her. Hey, Lady Reverend Humi, 
looking for a man that will just trap you and tell you that don't go here, pass here, don't do this. It defies sense. It defies logic. Yeah. But Paul said to his son, be strong. We have come to this camp to gain strength. Some of you are too weak. You cannot even wake up at four o'clock. It is a cardinal sign of your weakness. Yeah. You are too weak. You are too weak. When you go home, what is saying? Please, I've not mentioned your name. I'm just reminding you. What is wrong with you? When you are in school, we are talking. When you are home, deaf and dumb spirit. The reason is because of what you get into when you get home. Oh, Pastor, you see, Mommy, it's not like that. You see, when I get home in my house, we go to this church, you are, you are a lying wonder. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Are you here? And if you are going to follow God in this current dispensation of life, you need some aggression to follow him. I say you need some aggression. Aggression. This kind of, oh, I'm feeling sleepy, I cannot. It's over. It's over. It's over. When the meeting goes beyond nine o'clock, you are sleeping. I don't know what tree you were born from. You cannot wake up. You cannot stay awake. Everything you cannot do. Please, in this, we have come to this meeting to end this thing. You see? Because you cannot, you cannot be strong and then weak. You can't pick it up and let it go. You see? And the weakness is too much. It's too much. It's too much. Girl, you are following for too many guys. Stop it. Who told you that your identity is in a guy? Who told you that? Who told you? Is it a different Christ who saved guys from the one who saves girls? Come on. Get some pride in, your, in, in yourself, for goodness sake. Hey, I don't know who I'm talking to like that. Man. <laughs> your sense of value cannot be in a man. It's in God. Hey. Otherwise, what will you do if you don't get married? And what will you do if you marry and the guy dies? And what will you do if you marry and the guy doesn't mind you? So you will lose your mind. I said, so you will lose your And then we'll meet your mental house. Oh, Allah Hassan, Allah Hassan. Oh. And much as we are giggling, it happens. Unfortunately, it happens. It means you have found your identity in a man. God never meant it to be like that. We live for God, not for a man or for a woman, for goodness sake. And until you recognize this and until you accept it, you always be very weak. All the time. Many things we do in this life, we do it because of another person. Yeah. When you see a girl walking around looking like a harlot, it's not because of herself. Oh. It's for a man. In fact, sometimes for any man. 
guy, you have gotten into debt because of a woman. Let's try and move on. The way it is going, I can already see that this camp will not finish. <laughs> Please, we are still on 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. Uh, <laughs> Hallelujah. Paul goes on. Be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. What grace is in Christ Jesus? When you look into the kingdom of God, just look at different ministries, you will see different graces upon them. A grace is something you do easily. Easily. So if you look at it, what's the grace on Winners Chapel? The pastors move easily. Settle in places easily, learn languages easily. Don't be yes, 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 yes. Don't be surprised if you go to a place you don't know and the and the translator is a winner's uh, chapel pastor. Something very easy. Very, very, very easy. That's a grace on them. Are you seeing? So it says be strong in the grace. We are not winners. We are an council assemblies. Our father is Bishop Dad. So we also have what is a grace for us. What are some of the graces that we have? Hmm. Hey, I'm listening. Work for the Lord all day long. It's a grace for us. It's a grace. We are able to work for God. That's why we can have, our, our father can have conferences. I remember one, one time I counted because of what I was working with, the number of volunteers for one give yourself holy. There were almost a thousand volunteering, there's no money payments. They take their own car, they go, they come, they go, they come, they go, they come, they work. We were so tired. We were so tired. Hey, pressure. But we never came to us. It's a grace upon our lives. When other people do it, they're not able to do it well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to buy a t-shirt. You have to feed them three times a day. Transport, accommodation. So nothing big can happen. For us, it's a grace. Do you understand why I say it's a grace? It's a grace. You just move on. Yeah. Different graces. Are you there? Another grace is easy movement. We move many churches. What we, they can't do it. They cannot do it. You see, how do we know? And so are you saying, no, no, please, 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 please. My work, my work, apart from preaching to you, is working with other churches. And they will tell me, we are not able to move people. We're not able to go with them. Recently, I was going to a program in Hawaii. Before I knew it, 17 people were following me. I did it. They were, oh, they were 19. Eh? Mercy. I didn't call them. I have my team that goes. And that particular meeting, I had told my campaign director, we are going just us. Three people. <laughs> Nana Kofi, did I call you and tell you that, come, please, come. did I call you? I called you. You volunteered. Without pay. Without pay. Did we pay slit for you? Okay, 
<laughs> Pearl, did I call you and demand that? Uh, let's go to her now. Me. People were offended that they didn't go some. They were offended. And what I'm saying is not that we are who. If you also flow and be working, you today are following you. It's just that's what I'm, I'm describing a grace to you. Do you understand? So something you don't really put in an effort. It's something that's nice, but you just the books in our lives are a grace. The books that you have not bought, it's a grace. <laughs> and you see, even though you have not bought them, the books are still moving. Ah, that we got some to dash you. Present service yours will come this Sunday. I pray. Oh, it's true. The only reason why you didn't get it last week was I couldn't, they couldn't give me the total number of books, so I didn't know what we had. We had about a thousand something books. Just free books. Give it away. Give it away. Many places, Charlie. As the person has written his one book, he has made 2,000 copies. He can't sell it. Hey, dash him how? Hey. Hey. Cannot. But I'm sharing with you, it's a grace. Because when we do it, how will we pay for it? Actually, I don't really know. All I know is that by the time we do, one, two, three, it will, it will square up. It will square up. Because it's a grace on the house. So I won't advise you, somebody who's not here, that go and write your book and then be dashing. Because it may not be your grace. Your grace may be something else. I, I hope you are getting it. No, no, no. You see, you are saying something. You see, this, just today, my sister-in-law, who is not a Lighthouse member or a UD member, drew my attention to something. She was looking at a book with pictures of Bishop Dad's ministry. And then she saw a crowd of people. And they were, you know, stretching their hands out. And she was looking. And you'd have thought that maybe it's bread. <laughs> it wasn't bread, though. It was book. And the books were being shared. When we go to Healing Jesus, thousands of books, free of charge. One, 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 like that. Grace. A grace. A grace. It is a grace that makes us win souls the way that we do. That makes us God. That impulses be strong. You see, all these graces are in Jesus Christ. But the portion that's for you, oh yeah. Ministries have different graces. There are some ministries that everybody in the ministry is a proper prophet. It's true. Yeah. One guy described visiting a church like that. He said it was the most spooky experience. Mm. As soon as he opened, he entered inside. It's a church in the US. As he entered, no. There was some young person there. The person came and said something very significant in his life. That they, oh yeah, they see inside. They see, that's their grace. That's their grace. One time I bought a, a CD of their worship music. Very spooky, very different. Very, that's their grace, very different. And as they are worshiping like that, Charlie, then they just enter into the spirits. But I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. Every house and its grace. We also have the grace of songs. Yes. 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 I will explain why I'm saying that it's a grace. Because people like different types of music. I have gone with Pearl to a lot of different conferences. We have gone to conferences where the entire congregation is a local congregation. They appreciate the songs. Yes. They, I mean, when I say local, they are not illiterate. They are just as they are locality. They have not traveled to anywhere. 
you'd have thought that when you listen to the song, we can say only MP people like this song. These Abrofo Abrofo people have been to KNUSD and tells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have been to some places when they have begun to understand the songs. By the third day, I remember one of the places, it was the elderly women who stood and began to cheer. Was, yeah. And she was sing because some of the songs are also prophetic that I see you moving forward doing this. Oh, they understood it, cry. They understood it, cry. It's a grace. It's not everywhere you go that you go and sing your song that. Huh, this is your impi song. You understand what I say, impi? Not local. The local one we flow because that's our language. So we flow easily. That's our impi song with plenty words. <laughs> Most of your songs that you sing from Celine Dion and who, you don't know the song, you only know the chorus. Yeah. Okay, I'll find one of those songs, sing it for us before we continue. Okay. Tonight a man is out there proclaiming the good news winning families to jesus all around his neighborhood he tells them god is able to make their house a home he wants to win his world for christ but he can't do it alone but each one can reach one as we follow after christ we all can lead one we can lead one to the same
Put your hands together. Hallelujah. So we're talking about the grace on the ministry. Are you there? And there are quite a number. By the way, if you need a washroom, you're going to have to go up the stairs to the Unarata over. 
That's the that's the washroom. The una rata. Hallelujah. Amen. So many graces. The grace of soul winning, the grace of loyalty, the grace of young people. They're all graces. When something is a grace, you don't go and boast about it. When you're ready, they are chilled. Mm, God has just dashed you. Tell to you, God has just dashed me. You know, some of you, if you just decided that you will win some SHS people, it will flow. Yeah, because it's a grace. Young people. Young people, to win people younger than you. Yeah, you are young yourself. But yourself, but those younger than you, it's a grace. I, I hope you get it. Yeah. One of the questions that many pastors ask us is, how do you, how do you keep young people? Are we keeping you? You, can we keep you? You are here. <laughs> what have we used to hold you? Do you see? But I think you understand what I'm trying to say. It's just a grace. It's just a grace. Amen. It's just a grace. Yeah. On Sunday when people were being um, appointed for me, it was a very emotional day. Yeah. One of the girls was appointed. She was, her, she and her family, they were the first children in my safe church in Tamale. Yeah, they joined us young people in the state. If you ask me today, the adults at that time, where are they? I may have a little problem telling you where they are. But the young ones, several of them, they know where they are. They entered the church in the state. So remember it, because some of you, when you go somewhere, you try to be working. Remember, maybe the old ones is not working, but the young ones. And when they stay, the children are not ears; they grow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get me? So after some time, they grow. This person I'm talking about, she's almost 40. No, 30-something. Yeah. She's 30-something. Hallelujah. All right. We're talking about the things that make one a good son to the Lord. Let's continue 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 3. Okay, we can read 2 just, just to have read it. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Now, this is dealing with um, the ministry work, so that's why I'm not dealing with it right now. You know, talking to others about what you have learned. They'll tell you that you are, what, a clone. <laughs> if you are a doctor, you will not go and do what you have learned. I don't know what you'll be doing. You will cut off somebody's leg. Yeah, it's normal. Before you learn how to do encomiums in your cooking, you learn the cooking your mother taught you. <laughs> but let's move on to verse 3 because we're talking about the ones that have to do with us becoming good sons. I mean like ourselves, okay? Thou therefore... <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> Thou therefore endure hardness I brought you to this camp. You are going to endure some hardness. If you had been back in your school, in your, in your, on your campus by this time, or in your house, you'd have eaten breakfast, lunch, supper, snacks, drink. Then just in the night before you go straight to the something, in kitten, 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 kitten is doing you, you'd have eaten again. As you have come, you ate at Linda door. Then you arrived here. Me was having Linda door crying. Yeah, yeah. 
Those of you who came on last bus, I'm sorry. You arrived too late. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. You see, you will not die. You will not die. I would have liked to feed you, but the truth of the matter is I'm very glad that I cannot feed you. Hey, because who the best your hardness, you know? If I had the ability to feed you, I would have been moved by your situation to do something about it. Are you seeing it? But since I don't have the ability, I can only crock-crow you and show you other means by which we sleep. You hear what? Oh, they should endure. Next time, you'll know which bus you are on. <laughs> so when you go back, I hope you have water. Drink it. It will fool the stomach that you are full long enough for you to sleep. Then you bed. Because tomorrow morning, you are going to have a very early prayer meeting. And it will begin at 3 a.m. And you will come out of your dorm to stay awake. We'll meet on the park out here. And we shall walk up and down and we will pray. We, will pray. we came to have an encounter with God. The what? <laughs> eh. 3 a.m. We'll empty every dorm. Pastors who live down there, the pastors are very far from here. You, we are waiting for you to come here at 3 a.m. to wake us up. And then we shall meet out here. We'll meet out here. And from 3 to 6 a.m., you'll do a proper prayer meeting. Not that shy that you have been doing in your room. Because when I told you that, you see, the reason why you are shouting A is because when we were waking you up in your room, you didn't get up. If you had gotten up and can't, it doesn't do you anything. It won't do you anything. Yeah. But that's the instruction. Endure hardness. Endure hardness. Push your neighbor and say, your days of softness are over. <laughs> I'm just enjoying myself. Uh, amen. So decide to be... You see, because... It is because you are not hard. That's why when you come for rehearsal, it's a bit long, no, you bore. Some of you cry from the start of this meeting till now, your face has changed. Your attitude has changed. And the reason is because you are not hard. There's no hardness in you. Who are you? Table, table, table. Look, let me tell you something, eh? Worms, eh? they are very easily killed. Worm. Worms. Very easily killed. They are so soft. No, it doesn't take anything. Even a baby can kill them. Yeah. Yeah, you think you just pick it. And say, hmm? But when you pick up, it's hard. Hard. Tortoise, it has a hard shape. It just goes inside. It's there. Porcupine. You make yourself like a ball. Then it's there. Coolie. Do you think you can easily delete a porcupine? Hey. What will happen to your hands? With your bare hands? They'll stick you. You are going to become hard. When the enemy brushes against you, something of his will tear. Yeah. And you see, the reason why you are making faces a little and saying, mm, uh, is that you're just thinking about your flesh. 
Yeah. Are you here? So don't complain. Don't complain. You have become too soft. Yeah, you become too soft. It's spoiling you. It's spoiling you. Amen. You see. And this church was not built on softness. So. We used to have shepherd's camp every year. We love the camp, but if you cannot endure hardness, you fall on the way. Hey, we had a camp at Cape Coast, I believe it was. Yeah. We prayed nine hours a day. Start at five. I'm coming. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, one, two, nine hours. When we finish the nine hours, you sit down. Teaching. There's nothing like I have to go and no, 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 no. And we just float. That's why you came to meet a church. And that particular camp was the camp at which we prayed branches to come to pass. And that's why we are a branch that you have met on your campus. Now that is your turn to pray for the branch to start to stand and for it to spread and for it to grow. You are busy there looking at like, come on. We are going to pray at three. If you like, be sleeping at three o'clock. I will empower all the guards to come with water. I don't care your status in the church. I don't care your title in the church. If you are sleeping at that time, we will pour water on you. Yeah. And honestly, on this campus at three o'clock in the morning, you don't want water. Honestly. It can be quite cold. Some people are still in shock. Amen. Yeah. You see, the thing is that, let's look at it. It says, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Why do you have to be a soldier of Jesus Christ? Because Jesus is at war. Christianity is a war. Yeah. You thought that Christianity was just some, uh, what do you call it? Eh? Just two, two, baby. Hmm. Are you here? Why? Some people are very quiet. I don't know. Oh, Jesus. It's a war, right? That's why we are trying to pray all the time. Because it's a war. You may not see your enemy physically, but many times you see his effects. Yeah. If I tell you things that have happened from last night to today, you know that it's a war. We are not in this camp because we just walked in. If you know the number of things that happened, almost happened before we are here. Yeah. Hey. Because it's a war. And if you go to a war with slowness, softness, <coughs> you are deleted. You are deleted. You send them the message that they should bring cardigan, no? You had the message that you should bring cardigan. You were saying when you got here, it's very hot. I don't know why I brought a cardigan. You'll know tomorrow morning at three why you brought a cardigan. 
three o'clock in the morning. We'll be there praying. And you know, the best part about it is that even if you squeeze your face and come by the end, you'll be happy you came. Even if you squeeze your face like tiger knot. You know tiger knot? <laughs> uh, you see how it is? <laughs> but by the time you are done, you are happy that you came. And your hardness. This will not be anything. Soft one cry where they do. You look at your faces. <laughs> hardness. It is good for us. Because he must have known what he was talking about. He said, as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Because maybe you don't know it, but there's a war. You think the people who are dying in your family, you think it's by chance. And they're dying because you have not stood in the gap. Because you don't wage certain warfare in the daytime. There's no time. You need some peace of mind and concentration to do it. And you don't wake up early enough. Yeah. You see, many of you don't believe in prayer. Hmm? You pray, but you really don't believe it works. But you come, let's go and pray, and you see. Your business is your business is struggling. You don't pray. You just run around the business using the same tactics as the unbelievers. But if you took some time to pray about it, you see a certain breakthrough that you will not understand. Yeah. You see that you are quiet. Pray about it. Yeah. I was at the dentist place yesterday. It's a long story that covers how many years. And when I went, I knew that this stage of the work I'm coming to do, number one is painless, and number two, 30 minutes I'm out of here. Hmm. Because of this camp and other things, I forgot to do my usual prayer about it. Before I go, I always pray because of the things I've seen there. I forgot. So I was going in when I said, ah, today dear, I am here on bare ground because I've not remembered to pray. But is it not a short something? 30 minutes. <laughs> My 30 minutes became three hours. At the end of two hours, and the guy said, the only way I can solve what we are looking at right now is to cut a slice, to cut your gum on the inside. I knew I have a camp today. I said, if he does it, I can't preach. I can't preach. So I picked my phone and I texted Lady Raven. I said, Lady Raven, I said, listen, I came to this thing without our usual prayer. I beg you, raise prayer cover for me because I don't know how we're going to finish this thing. Then I sat down. I was sitting there. Injection number six. Hmm. Yeah. Not one, six. First it was three. Now that we have to cut, we have to go for, what do you call it, booster. But the booster has to go deeper because now we are going to cut. I thought it was painless 30 minutes. Are you here? Then it started working. Started working. I'm still waiting for the cutting. Cutting wasn't coming. Working, working, doing something, doing. Then he said, Let's go, let's go and do an x ray and see. Do you know that in the 30 minutes, within 30 minutes of the prayer, he found another way he didn't have to cut? I said, I've seen it live. Live one. 
Like I wouldn't be here because when you cut the whole thing swells up like that and then you have to wear something on your face. I could have been here. But what I'm saying to you is that you need to see that prayer works. Prayer works. It's the praying you haven't prayed that's responsible for where you stand right now. Or the prayers you have prayed that is responsible for where you are standing right now. Yeah, both are true. Both are true. If you are standing in a good place, is the prayers you or somebody has prayed. That's what's brought you here. If you are also in a bad place, it's prayers you haven't prayed. Lack of prayer. Are you there? I'll be ending on this point very soon. But let me just give you, you I'm just trying to build up, I'm just building up some faith. One day, my son went to do an exam. At the time, he was a medical student, and it was an oral exam. He said the oral exam was going well. Normally, when they are doing the orals, you don't meet those who are now coming in. You don't meet those who have been in, because it's one of these things that you come in, you see a patient, and you do something. So he said that the thing had gone well. Everybody who had been in, you can see them as they're going on the other side. They're okay. Then he said, just before him, the guy who went inside, he doesn't know what the guy did or said. They heard the examiner roar. And the man became angry. And he told the guy to get out. Hey! So my son said that as he got up to enter the research, he said, Ben Cranny, what is this? The anger that this guy has brought, you know, is going to affect him. So he said he entered the room. And as he entered, the questions came, asked him this, 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 this. He said he managed, and the man was still not so, you know, man, yeah. Then he went. So I was waiting to see how the results would be. Do you know how the results were? Because when he came out, he said, Mommy, I know you prayed though, but I wonder because the way the man was angry, it's going to affect all of us who came after that guy. <laughs> he went to look at the score, I mean, when the results came. Everybody up to that guy passed, passed, passed. everyone passed. That guy fail. My son, pass. Everybody else, fail. Yeah. I'm talking to you about the hand of God in our affairs. Yeah. This one, not they say, they say. Live one. Everybody before, I told you the exam was going well. People came out light in their light, light step. Pass. That guy, fail. My son, pass. Everybody else, yeah, the effect of prayer. So tomorrow, we're going to pray because we came here for a change. Are you seeing it? A change. Now, some of these, I don't know how God will lead us, but we'll follow his lead. Amen? We'll follow his lead, and you'll be surprised that it will make a difference. It will make, there are some things you have struggled with, but as we come to pray, it will just, there are some graces on your life. You don't know it's there. After this, you'll discover it. Yeah. One of the graces on this church are students who do very well. Yeah. Especially among those who work for God. Most people say, no, nah, because of this, I didn't pass, I couldn't. No, no, it's usually the, these people, and usually I don't know why they are blaming church because they were not in it. But those who were really working, many of them, very good results. 
Very, very good results. Yeah. Hey. Are you in the house? Are you going to endure some hardness? Are you going to wake up at 3 o'clock tomorrow? <laughs> Tell your neighbor, either you wake me up or I wake you up. So ask your neighbor, now who? Who be who? Who is going to wake up? Hallelujah. Wow. I want you to stand to your feet. Yeah. Now, the, the only reason why I'm trying to let us, because nine is very early for us to close. But we have traveled today, and I want you to go and lie down and sleep, and then 3 a.m. wake up. Amen. Yeah. I'm trying to make a way for us to get up, and then we flow. Hallelujah. Lift up your two hands tonight. And just, you see, as you are standing there, say, Lord, only you will help me. And as you help me, be okay with me. I wake up to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Begin to pray. Thank God for bringing us here. And just pray that, Lord, help us to wake up in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Mando la bosima shandala. Mindo la bosima shandala. Mando la bosima shandala. Mando la Oh yes. Thank the Lord for his goodness. Thank him for his grace. Thank him for the first day. Oh, he's been good to us. Are you in the right key? Is that the right key? Where is Danny? Is that the right key? Is that the original key? You better take us the original key before I do you something. I love you, Lord. Let him pick it for you. Till I lay my head 
Every sickness, every 
something that should not be as, as it is. Lord, I ask that you cut it off in the name of Jesus. That will rise up in the morning full of expectation. And Lord, we'll be happy to meet with you. We give you all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall say, Amen.